Welcome back to the Thrive and Thread podcast. It's your girl, Lauren, and I'm here today with a bonus episode all on how to make confident decisions. Mm-hmm, a big one today. And this is probably the most common thing that I see in my coaching clients. People are approaching me, and it's oftentimes in a time of transition, a time where they maybe want to leave their job or change their industry or walk away from something or start something new. And the common denominator here is making the decision. I'm going to share with you a quote from Doi Santamata. Every decision brings with it some good, some bad, some lessons, and some luck. The only thing that's for sure is that indecision steals many years from many people who wind up wishing they just had the courage to leap. So... I agree. Indecision is the worst place, the most confusing place to be in. It's not fun and it robs us of our time, our joy, and our energy. So today we're going to be focusing on how can we make decisions easier for ourselves. Every single day we make a ton of decisions. What clothes to put on, what I'm going to eat, what social media platform I'm going to be on, you know, who I'm going to call, what's the next thing that I'm going to do it's no wonder that we have decision fatigue, right? Decision fatigue is when you're at that point in the day or maybe the beginning of the day where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't even fathom having to make another decision. So making decisions easier for ourselves is first thinking about how can we eliminate the need to make so many decisions, which is why a lot of people are huge advocates for a morning routine. They're advocates for setting your clothes out the next day, having things ready, the the meal selected. It's not just to have a routine, but it also makes them more open to having energy to create more important decisions. So making decisions easier for yourself is removing the need to have so many. And then secondly is making sure that you're filled up, you're repleted, making sure that you had good sleep, right? That you're in a good mood, that you are nourished and hydrated. It's just so hard to make decisions when you're already tired and stressed. So how can we put ourselves in a position where we feel refueled and filled up with our own cups so that we can make decisions from a grounded place rather than a reactive place? And the next thing is letting go of this idea that there is the perfect ultimate decision, the Obviously, our goal is to make the best decision, but when we are wavering back and forth and sitting in indecision for too long, it's not helpful. Indecision robs us of our time and our energy, and it's time that we can't get back. And we're just prolonging our misery and our confusion and our doubt. And so sometimes putting a time capsule on when you need to make a decision by is super helpful instead of just elongating this period of time of inaction or indecision. I really want to stress the cost of sitting in indecision, whether that's indecision around going after your career, going after your dreams, the indecision around whether you should leave a relationship that's no longer serving you, the indecision between, you know, what industry or what school, like indecision robs us of so much. So ask yourself, when you are at this crossroad of needing to make a decision, what is the cost of you not making the decision? And then also think about what will be the benefit or the reward once you make the decision. 
So focusing on what good will it will come from making a decision and standing firm in that, right? And so our anxiety and our nervousness or our fear of making the wrong move has so many consequences. And we have to think about how those consequences are going to trickle out into the rest of your life and the impact it's going to have on your future. When you think about our life and you zoom out, right? Because we're, we're just here in the present moment. But when you think back on what led you to where you are right now, it was a multitude of decisions over and over and over again where you chose to live, what relationship you decided to get in, what friendships you've you've kept, what friendships you've maybe cut off, you know, taking those classes or not taking those classes or pursuing an interest or not pursuing an interest. You know, every decision and indecision has led us to where we are now. And if you are not where you want to be, right, that's how we think about where we want to go. What decisions need to be made from now and who I am now, and to where I want to be later on or in the future. And as we're talking about this topic, it has me thinking about one of my previous episodes on how to say, how to know when to say yes to an opportunity, right? Every decision you make, it's not just impacting you, it's impacting your loved ones, it's impacting those that you live with, it's impacting the other areas of your life. And so when you are looking at a crossroad of should I do this or should I not do this, how does that decision trickle out into the other areas of your life? And this is something that we explore very in-depthly in our Roots and Fruits group coaching program, which yes, doors are open right now. So pause this episode and click the link in the show notes and apply. But our ability to make confident decisions, effective and efficient decisions makes the most impact on how we show up in all the other spaces. A great way to practice making confident decisions is to do so in low stake situations. So I love to give the example to people who are looking to, you know, just trust their intuition more and go with their gut is practice this when you're ordering at a restaurant, right? When you're making a decision on what item you want to eat. I don't know about you, but like, Sometimes I'm like stuck with indecision. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many good options and I want to eat all of it. Or, you know, if I get this, will I regret that I didn't order that? Like, I know I'm not the only one that has that inner dialogue, even when it comes to picking a meal. So practice this. The next time that you go out to eat and you're at a restaurant, make a decision quickly and commit to that decision. And this is a game that you can do multiple times. Every time you go out, when you're getting ice cream or you're getting coffee or, you know, some of us always know our order, but for those of us who love to try new things on a regular basis, it can be a lot to constantly make those decisions. But look at this as like practicing the muscle of making quick decisions by doing so in low stake situations. Another helpful tip is to not compare and ruminate after you've made a decision, right? How many times have you maybe purchased something Right? And you thought you were getting a good deal and then you come to find out that, oh my gosh, there's so many other options that I could have looked at or explored and now you're perhaps regretting that purchase or the decision that you made. It's not helpful, right? So how can we get into a rhythm of not second guessing the decisions that we make and just standing firm in it and accepting that the decision has already been made. So try not to compare and ruminate after you've made a decision. And my next tip is delegating some of these decisions. Like, can someone else make this decision? 
A good example that I have is, you know, when it comes to my family and we're trying to decide what to eat, if me and Trey both like can't figure out what we want to eat, we ask Amelia, you know, we let her make the decision. And sometimes that sparks new ideas and you can do that in multiple spaces. You know, if, if there are things that you're tired of making decisions on, delegate that decision to someone else. It invites them into the process. They feel a part of the creation, right? And it's just helpful instead of you bogging down your brain with, with even more things to think about. Let's recap what we've talked about so far. We've talked about the value of having routines, right? Setting your clothes out the night before, making the decision whether or not you're going to do X, Y, Z the next day, right? We've talked about putting a time cap on when you need to make a decision by. So giving yourself a deadline on when you need to make this decision. And then we talked about letting go of making a perfect decision, right? There's no such thing as a perfect decision. You can only do what feels best for you, right? And then we talked about thinking about the cost of indecision and the reward or the benefit of making the decision. And then we talked about who's impacted by these decisions? How does it affect the rest of my life? And then we talked about not comparing or ruminating after a decision is made, remaining anchored in that decision and practicing decision-making in low stake situations so that when you have to make a higher stake situation, you already feel comfortable making making quick decisions. And then the last point that we had talked about was delegating smaller decisions to other people so that it's not all on you. But I have one last tip on how we can make confident decisions. And as a movement practitioner, as a yoga teacher, as a dancer, listen to your body. The body does not lie. So if something doesn't feel right, if your intuition, your gut is saying something, you're feeling something in your shoulders or your back or your, your, your belly, honor what your body is trying to communicate to you. So getting into a practice of knowing what those signals and messages are from your own body, right? Our body and our brain are connected. They're not separate. So if your body is on a high alert and something doesn't feel right, investigate that, explore it before you make a decision. I leave you with that today, a short and sweet episode on how to make confident decisions. Let me know if this was helpful. Let me know if you have tips to add to this list. Um, And if you really enjoyed today's episode, then I invite you to join us for Roots and Fruits, a 12-week group coaching program for visionaries, creatives, and leaders to step into their power, take action on their dreams, and to be in an amazing community. So all that info is in the show notes. I'm sending you so much love. We love you and we appreciate you. And I'm excited to hear about the confident decisions that you'll be making later on. Sending you love, keep being you, and keep shining. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Thrive and Thread with your host, Lauren DeVera. Yay for making time for self-care and some mindset love. Head on over to lauren-devera.com to learn more about our thriving community, our movement and wellness offerings, and one-on-one coaching. Be sure to stay connected by following us on Thrive and Thread on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you love today's episode, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this with a friend or loved one. We'd love for more people to learn more about our show. But until next time, keep being you and keep shining.